Hello and welcome to the Give Him Six podcast, the podcast where we come and talk about the SEC East and Tennessee. Thank you for joining us on our first episode. Uh, we've already released our theme song. It may be vast as a question at give him six podcast at gmail.com. If you haven't, please do so. We would love to answer your questions and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. My name's Elijah Crouch. Now, I'm the producer of this podcast, and my cousin Karsten Crouch will be joining us also. And Hello. he'll be the one that will answer all my questions. So how are you doing this week, Carson? I'm doing really good. Not yesterday after that game, though. Oh, man. Let's see, what what was that? It was like the worst loss since 1905, I think. Yeah, since 1905. Um, that was tough. Losing, we lost to Florida in 1993. Recap, go ahead and give you 35 to nothing. That stinks. And then now we have 41 to nothing. Man, we've got all sorts of people thinking we should do different things. Most people think that we should just fire Butch and I don't know. Well, what do you think about that, Carson? He has a different opinion than most people. Firing a coach can get you somewhere and something in different occasions. Tennessee, with Derek Dewey, what did they get? 4 and 8 every year? Butch Jones brought us to an 8 and 4, 9 and 3 season. Georgia. Number five in the country now. Since the AP poll had come out today, you can look at that on cbssports.com and espn.com right now. Um, they're number five in the country right now, and they have a chance to beat Alabama because they're going to the SEC championship. Just um, we don't need to fire Butch until two weeks from now for South Carolina. South Carolina doesn't go well. That could be the end for him. Um, you know, you hate to see him go, but sometimes you got to do that. But firing him right now would not be that best option because you don't even know who you're going to get. We could get, we could be stuck with a bad coaching and have to restart. Um, that's my thoughts on that. Uh, but Jones needs to change it up. Think about what he's doing. So you're saying we might not need to fire Butch yet, but kind of improve him right now and if he doesn't do well on if, if we win the rest it. of our games except Alabama we go nine and three did better than last year now Kentucky and Vanderbilt's a good matchup okay they're good teams you know we should beat South Carolina it's at home there's no excuse beat Missouri that's at Missouri but that's no excuse to lose there we have Southern Miss on the schedule. Easy. Well, you never know. You know, UMass was my four. Don't understand that. But um, that's what I have for that right now. Um, let's just say if we don't come out and you know play our best, but we get a win, Butch Jones will still be there. South Carolina beats us by pretty good margin. He'll be packing his bags, taking the moving van. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's interesting opinion, you know. I heard someone say the other day that uh, Butch is dismantling Tennessee brick by brick. So 
maybe he's still building it. Maybe he just paused for a little bit. We'll see about that. So. The team's not giving its effort. The team did not look like it's want to win versus UMass. They played to their talent of their opponent. They didn't play well versus UMass. Definitely didn't play well versus Georgia. Um, we're having to be the comeback kids, and Georgia didn't let that happen this time. Um, yeah, I I definitely think with that Georgia game, we should have beat Georgia the way that Georgia beat us, and then we should have done it to UMass. I mean, the UMass game was just sickening. I, I was there, and Carson was there. We had a good time. Ah, it's a terrible game, and, you know, we were all hoping we'd beat Georgia, but look at us now. So, what do you think about just in general, the SEC East, um, and maybe even our place now, provided we lose to Alabama, definitely beat Vandy. And if we lost to South Carolina, do you think, how would we be in the SEC East? Right now, SEC East is shaped up, East is shaped up to be a uh, blowout victory. Georgia, uh, they're not going to lose to Florida. Florida hasn't showed it that. They're lucky. They've come out with a barely win versus Vandy. They come out with a barely win versus Kentucky. They will beat Florida, and Georgia will be facing Alabama in the national cha- or in the SEC championship. Let me tell you something right now. Florida's going to put up a fight. Um, I'm not counting them out. They're coming in second. Depends how we do. Vanderbilt's a good football team, but if they're going to play like they did versus Alabama, get that 58 nothing loss. They ain't going to compete. Kentucky, good football team, beat Eastern Michigan by 14 points last night. Now, they can't play that way either. If Tennessee can win and beat LSU and win the rest of the games, we will be fine besides Alabama. The SEC East is shaped up over Georgia, not Florida, not Tennessee. Not Kentucky. Kentucky blew their East lead this year. They're not now. So, where do we fall? I think we'll fall third in the East. Third. I think if Butch Jones shapes his team up and we prove ourselves and come out with a good ending season win, I'll be happy. So... What do you think will happen if Butch Jones maybe doesn't shape his team up? We lose to South Carolina, we lose to Vandy, and we lose to Alabama. What would happen then? I mean, obviously, well, we're losing to Alabama. I hate to say it as a Tennessee as a Tennessee fan, we're losing to Alabama. Yeah, it happens. Uh, Alabama's just really good. Uh, they'll fall eventually, but Vandy. I hope we can get a win. They're a good football team. They're coming to Tennessee. It's going to be rocking. And we're going to show Candyville how it's done. Kentucky. Good football team at Kentucky. They got a new stadium. They got a new crowd. They're shaping up to be a good football team. In- so, uh, after the game the other day, Tony Basilio was talking about how there really wasn't 
that much uh, enthusiasm through the team. He talked about it after the UMass game. So do you, I mean, I, I know I'm seeing it, but do you kind of see that too where we're not really as enthusiastic as we should be about this game and not playing as well as we should? If you heard what I said at the start of the podcast, I said it didn't look like we put in effort and we matched up to the team of what their ability was. We didn't match up to them. We matched up to play a Division Two team or a high school game on Friday nights. We didn't come out wanting to play, and we didn't want to come out and play them. It's like we had a mindset like we do every time we play Alabama. We're going to lose. If Butch Jones can't get them straight in their mind to think, hey, we can win this game, we're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, so... Um, I know we've talked a lot about Butch Jones and the team, but what about the other coaching staff besides Butch Jones? Or how are they well, doing? Um, Mike DeBoard left. Uh, conservative type of guy, but I mean he won us games. Um, we have the tight ends coach Larry Scott. Not putting anything on him. He's our offense coordinator, and I don't, I don't like that we had to use him. We didn't find an offense coordinator. Um, the offense isn't working. And let me tell you something. Our defense literally played well. Let me tell you why. They were on the field the whole game. Tennessee goes three and out constantly. You can't just keep on putting your defense out there, okay? When you put your defense out there, they're going to give up that much points if you're putting them out there the whole entire game. And their offense is good. Did you see we threw a pick? And our defense comes out there and only holds them three points. Our defense is well coached, and I feel like that we our defense can win us ball games if we can have Quentin Dormy step up. Let me tell you another thing, Garantano. You take him off the bench and you expect him just to do good. It's not going to work like that. You got to give him time. Start him versus South Carolina game because Quentin Dormy ain't getting done. Yeah, that's one of the things that uh, Tony Vasilio said after. After the game, he said, uh, you know, this time our defense played pretty good. I mean, they, they kind of shaped up, but our offense kind of fell apart. And, you know, maybe that did to start with Garantano and uh, Clinton Dormany. Uh, well. Well, let me tell you something right now. We only passed the 50-yard line once with our offense, and that was when John Kelly bumped the ball. Ridiculous. I mean, uh, yeah, I at the beginning of the game, I turned it on. They throw an interception. I go to make popcorn. I come back, and they're fumbling it. And then an interception, a fumble. I mean, I was surprised they didn't even get a single point. Like, what is it? Two interceptions and two fumbles. And um, Quentin Dormany needs to learn that... He looks at, you know, you have a hot route in a route. You go in the huddle and you got the hot route that you're taught in practice. The hot route means, if you don't know and you're listening right now, the hot route means the guy you're supposed to throw to. Doesn't always mean you're supposed to throw to him. If he's not open, Dormy throws it away or throws it, tries to push it into double coverage and it gets picked off. He can't make accurate throws. He sits in the pocket too long. And if the guy's not open that he's supposed to throw to, he doesn't look to any other receivers. 
Let me tell you how the first pick happened. He stood there and he looked right at the receiver where he was throwing to. As a quarterback in Division One SEC football, you got to look around the field and then throw it. Don't. The defender's looking in your eyes. And if he sees your eyes are going towards that guy and you just throw it, that's high school. I like something Butch Jones said after the game. He said, um, that was unexcusable. I already told my players I've never seen one of – that was one of the worst offensive performances I've seen. And he said, we're going to find people out there that want to play, and I think that's a sign that Garantano is going to play. Yeah. Um, just a quick thing. I want to start doing this on our show where I give sort of a random fact from the game. So here's a random fact. In the stadium, in the game, two fans started a fist fight, and they were cursing and fighting. And But uh, the funny thing is, they were both Tennessee fans. I'm not sure what they were fighting about, but I kind of thought that was interesting. I don't know why two Tennessee fans two I Tennessee have no fans clue either. Fight. Well, probably one's booing, and they're, they're like, oh, no, you're not supposed to boo. Well, one of it them behind on them was way. drinking some uh, whiskey, sneak some whiskey into the stadium. That might be a problem. Well, I've had so much fun on this show, and I can't wait to do more throughout the weeks. Um, love talking with you, and I'll be back next week. We'll do something. We'll let you guys know. Please tune in. Please subscribe and let everybody else know that the Give Him Six podcast is always scoring touchdowns. Thank you, y'all, again. And uh, if you have questions or would maybe like some information on maybe what we're doing here or uh, you would like to get in on this podcast, uh, email podcast at gmail.com. We love doing the show. We'll see you next week. Uh, we'll have something fun, special episode. Since it's a bye week. Exactly, yeah. But anyway, thanks again, and we'll see you later on the Give Him Six podcast. (laughs) 